Hello. Hey, what's happening, you guys? And welcome to the Icon Fitness Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything when it comes to living a healthier and happier life. Today, I am super excited to welcome to the show Kim Munoz. And the reason that she is here is because she is pretty much a badass. Not only does she have a full-time job, but she also runs not one, but two businesses, and she has children, and she has a husband, and she has a brand new puppy. And we're going to dive into what that is all about. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show, Kim. Hi, Joel. Hello there, my friend. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am just loving life. It is uh, good for you, man. It is the the the, the chaos of um, the uh, election is just kind. I'm just kind of kind of putting it out here. There's nothing I can do about it. Is there it. an election going on right now? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It, who knows? Actually, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. They they haven't said that anyone is the uh, elected person, so. Maybe uh, maybe there's not. Maybe we don't even have a president. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, how are you doing? Pretty good. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, of course. You are one that I thought of. One, not only because you are so consistent with your fitness, but you are also someone who has to manage their life very uh, precisely. <laughs> Or run the risk of literally going insane. Um, and I think anyone who has been a business owner knows that feeling of almost wanting to go insane. Um, and or they avoid the insane and they completely give up on their body. And then that eventually drives them to insanity as well. Uh, do you agree? Oh, wholeheartedly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it's it. It's not but owning your own business is not for the weak of heart. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean. You you just need to work out to have the endurance to keep up. That's right. That's right. Well, and it I mean for me it keeps me it does keep me sane, right? And, and of course there's a lot of science behind that, you know, why we need to be in exercise and so on and so forth. Um but if I didn't work out, I oof, oof, I don't know where icon fitness would be right now. Probably not in a good place. Probably not in a yeah. good place. So what we're going to be talking about today is being able to create balance. But before we get into that and before I start picking on you, I want to hmm. hear a little bit uh, about you. Now, I want us to d kind of dive in. Give us just kind of like the quick rundown bio of you and lead us all the way up from maybe childhood all the way up to where you're at now with your businesses, wow. so on and so forth in a shortened, condensed yeah. footnote kind of thing. Okay. Um, was a pretty active kid growing up, tried a lot of different sports, uh, roller skated. I did soccer, uh, softball, karate, that kind of stuff. Um, ended up getting married at 19. I had my daughter at 20 and my son at 23. Mm. So went quickly went to being just a full-time mom and not, I always worked, but just meaning my focus was the kids yeah. um, and lost myself in that. Um, didn't find me again until I was about 38 wow. um, and a girlfriend of mine. So basically went from the couch. Had, I tried to work out and, and, go to the like the globo gym mm -hmm. um hire a personal trainer a couple of times like it just didn't stick and that's the only way that i can really explain it yeah um is it, it didn't like a pattern or a routine never really stuck yeah uh so at 38 had a girlfriend a co-worker of mine actually ask me if i wanted to join a um a group of women for training for a sprint triathlon and i had said, yeah, of course, sure. had no clue as to what I was getting myself into. Like I said, literally had done nothing 
from the time I was 20, um, when I had my daughter up until 38. So 18 years of, of not being active, just keeping, just trying to keep up with the kids. Right. Um, started training for the sprint triathlon. I always swam as a kid. We had a pole growing up. Um, never been a runner, never had ran a mile in my life. Um, you know, and was just like an okay, okay biker. Mm -hmm. So we start this off and I remember, so it was five days a week training. Uh, and it was an hour to an hour and a half every morning. We had to start at like five 30 in the morning. Um, at the end of that week, that first week, my body just shut down and I slept all weekend, two days straight. Like I would wake up long enough to go to the bathroom, get something to drink and fall back to sleep. And so it kind of just went, I don't know what you're doing to me right now, but I need to recover. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was three weeks, the the whole program. I know this, you wanted the short version and I'm not giving it to you, Um, but this is kind of pivotal for my story is so again, 38, um, took me three weeks to start getting into a routine and I still wasn't really comfortable. Wasn't really comfortable on the bike. Right. Wasn't comfortable running. I couldn't, I still couldn't run a mile. If we would go to the track and do track workouts, I would get maybe a half a mile and you know, I'm walking a quarter, running a quarter, walking a quarter, running a quarter wow. kind of thing. Wow. Um, and I, there were 20 women total and they ranged in age groups, but I was kind of like in the middle of the age groups. There were some that were older and some that were younger, some that were more fit, some that weren't as fit. Um, So I did not actually sign up for the triathlon at this point. I was only part of this little group of women that were training together, had a coach that was coaching everybody. And it was like two weeks before. um, And I remember we were on a bike uh, workout Mm -hmm. and I was kind of towards the end on this bike workout. And and we were in Carson riding, uh, I don't know, it was like a 12 mile ride or something. Right. And she comes and she says, uh, the ladies are telling me you haven't signed up for the, the triathlon yet. And I said, no, I haven't. I said, I'm not even comfortable with being able to finish one of our workouts here, let alone like everything, all three of them together, yeah, smashed together. at yeah, once. Totally. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know that I can do this. Like I'm having a lot of doubts and she's like, you can do this. Like you finish all these workouts and you don't have to do it quickly. If you need to walk the whole entire 5k of the run portion of it, she goes, walk it. It doesn't, the time it takes you to finish doesn't matter. The Mm -hmm. whole goal is just to finish. Right. And so she literally talked me into signing up. Um, I signed up and I finished, I mean, it was one of those moments, you know, crossing that finish line going, I, I could do this. Right. I could come off the couch and in nine weeks go from not doing anything to finishing a sprint triathlon. Um, and at that point I went, I am never going back to where I was before because nice. I don't want to go through that pain again. Yes. So yes. I had to figure out like what's next. Right. Um, and then just kind of progress from there. Uh, I did a couple couple years of doing triathlons and some, um, I, I did get up to being able to run a 5K, uh, even have completed a couple of half marathons. Um, um, I don't want to do that again, yeah, but yeah. I was able to set that goal, work towards it and, sure. and do it. Um, then did a couple of long, like, uh, metric century bike rides. And I like the bike more than I like running um, so I had a personal trainer, did the tries for a couple of yeah. years and it wasn't until, um, I needed to make a move. The personal trainer that I had had passed away. And mm-hmm. so then I was kind of left in like, what do I do now? Um, and that's when I made the decision to go try CrossFit. I had always heard of it. Um, I always in tr- probably for a full year before I had looked a lot at it. Mm. And it super intimidated me. Sure. Um, I thought it was really for like fire breathers, badasses. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is not me. I am not a competitive person. I'm not that fire breather. So um, it wasn't until uh, Cynthia had passed away that I'm like, now I need to do something. And I made the decision, went in by myself, um, didn't know anybody and tried it once. And I went, okay, I'm going to give myself a month of this. So I'm just going to try it out for a month and see how it goes. And by the end of that month, like I was drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm like, this is for me. Yeah, you were. Um, Yeah. And so it just clicked. And Mm -hmm. that was like six, 
years ago now, maybe seven. It was 14, uh, 2014. And how old I were you when, you when you started doing CrossFit? When I started doing CrossFit, I was 41. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I was 41 when I started. 48 now. Um, and I don't ever see myself not doing some form of CrossFit. Yeah. You know, I still like other things as well, but as far as, uh, that's my happy place. Oh yeah. I like the group mint. I like the group atmosphere, um, showing up and not actually having to think about what I'm going to do for a workout because I have, I've switched a couple of gyms a few Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had some time in between gyms that I just went back to a global gym and I'm like, look, I can look up wads online and figure out what to do at the global gym but that actually was a lot of work it was um yeah (laughs) and then the motivation isn't the same because everybody's Mm -hmm. just kind of there doing their own thing and you're not there with the same goal in mind right 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 Right. And if you're the last one trying to get all your burpees done, like nobody's going to sit there and cheer you on. They're just going to look at you like, yeah, you know, yeah, this right. nut over here. Yeah. What's that person doing? What's that thing yeah. that they're what doing? Why are they throwing themselves on the ground? Yeah. Why are, they squ- why are they squirming like that? We're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, nope, that's my thing. And so um, that's been my fitness journey. Uh, as far as my my home business or my side hustle journey. Yeah. Um, my gym bestie, Jamie and I have been basically since the beginning, she started about three months after I did, uh, trying CrossFit. She had done some yoga and, and some other stuff. And so she came in by herself and we just clicked. Um, and we've been gym besties ever since and have followed each other around. Um, yep. And so anyways, we decided to join a master's competition mm-hmm. and it was a partner competition. Um, and so we got talked into, Hey, you guys should do this and do the women's division and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay, yeah, we'll do this. So we, we joined this and, uh, we're looking for matching shirts for this competition. And uh, so yes. I start going out and there is nothing out there for targeted for women over the age of 35. Sure. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's some stuff for men over 35. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was nothing for women. And so we're like, okay, I've got some below average Photoshop skills. Let me put a shirt design together. And so Jamie had an idea Yeah. and she goes, I think it should be like barbells crossed and have a little old lady's head. And we could just be like old lady gangs because that was the term that we used whenever those old ladies, meaning our, these master women sure, and the gym would still hit a PR. We'd Mm -hmm. be like, we'd hit a personal record. Um, we'd be like old ladies. We still have gains. Yes. Yes. And, uh, so that's what we decided to, our team name was going to be. So I put this little logo together and we sent it off to custom Inc. Um, we get two tank tops. Yep. Paid way too much money for them. Oh, yeah. Um, had them delivered, and that's what we were going to wear to the competition. Right. Posted a picture of it online, and a lot of my social media friends and fellow gym mates were like, how do I get one of those? Those are awesome. You know, and I'm like, yeah. hey, you guys like you like this? And they're like, yeah, we want one. So I was literally like, really? You really want one of these? And I went back to Custom Inc., and I ordered 20 more of them. Again, paid way too much for them, ridiculous, just resold them to friends as what I paid for them. Sure. Um, and then I just kept getting hit up. Like, where can I find one? How do I get one of these? And I was like, you guys really, really want something. Uh, And he said, yeah. uh So I went back and ordered 20 more, um, got those, sold those out. And then I had a second design that I had come up with again, just because I'm, you know, me, Joel, I'm a little bit sarcastic. Sure. Um, little bit uh salty so had some sort like sarcasm type shirts and uh those i was being asked for so i'm like maybe i'm on to something here put a little website together put literally had two shirts on it that's it two yeah Yeah. little little shopify website and i started getting sales from all over all over the us uh all over the world wow and then i'm like now i got to come up with another design you can't just have like a shop with just two no. shirts right yeah. it's game time. not even 
didn't have even different colors of them often. Yeah. It was literally two different shirts. And yeah. it was a yeah. it was a little shoe rack in in the corner that I had had them on because yeah. I maybe had like twenty of each. Yeah. And it just grew from there. And right. that was three years ago. And uh now I've it went to being just a home office type of thing, little shoe rack having all these on mm-hmm. to it was in this office. I'm in a transition period now. Yeah. Had nothing but um industrial shelving in here all along these walls that was completely wow. filled of shirts wow. to just two months ago we signed a lease on a warehouse and we have moved everything now into a warehouse because we've completely outgrown having an, a home office right. or a home business and wow. so now yeah in just three years doubled this year we have already hit 200 percent uh growth even during the pandemic wow of um sales. So I've already doubled what we did all of calendar year for 2019. So wow, it's going really well. It's going well. Yeah, It's going well. And yeah. you, when did you start it? Uh, it was three years ago um, last month. Yeah. So 17. So you're 45. Yes, I was 45. Oh at my the time. gosh. Okay. Okay. So that's business number one. What yeah. They, what now, now tell, tell, uh, Tell me a little bit more about your second business. And we haven't even gotten to you and photography as well. We'll get to that. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, um, you let's, my let's... whole life story, right? Okay, okay. So the second business. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first business is Old Lady Gaines. Uh, it was about me. Yeah. That was, that was for, it was master female athletes for master female athletes and right. to be very clear we don't target to men i don't sell anything to men yeah and, and i'm we've just kept that yeah philosophy from the get-go i love it i love so it so when we decided to sign this lease um uh long story short is we decided to launch a second line of apparel yeah and this this line is not just about me this line is about my family and something the family enjoys. Mm. And so my family is big into craft beer. Um, and so what we did was we, with the warehouse, we're getting our own screen printing equipment. It's all there set up. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. We haven't, yeah, we haven't started screening. Oh yeah. So we're taking everything in house. So from yes. outsourcing all of it to now it all being in house. Ah. Um, that's what made us decide, well, now I have complete control. I can put out designs as quickly yeah. as I want. Totally. And if I want to start another line, then now oh, I have yeah. that flexibility. Absolutely. So we started BYOB apparel. And so this is bring your own barrel apparel. Um, anything that comes from a barrel, adult beverage wise, whether yeah. it's wine, yeah. whether it's vodka, uh, craft beer, uh, that's what we cater to. Kind of right. the same mentality because it's still about us and we are, uh, you know, very sarcastic and um, yeah, have yeah. a warped sense of humor type of family. So you know, one of the shirts that we put together was um, an eternal optimist. Yeah, so I saw, it's I saw like that a little one. play. I saw yeah. that one. I love it. You know, um, drink responsibly, don't spill. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you know that those are the kinds of uh, things that we're putting on the second line. The second line just launched in, actually October, the beginning of October. We set up the shop. It's got its own website, its own social media. Yeah. And so there now I'm starting to grow that. But that line is about my family. And the my why behind that is the connection. And we are all involved in it. So my two kids that I have, mm-hmm. um, my son's fiance is a virtual assistant for me. And so she's involved in it. Yeah. So, you know, it's whenever we get together, if we go to a, a craft brewery and we're sitting down with having some beers, yeah. anything that's said there, we're like, oh, write that down. That could be a shirt. Yes, 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 right. Yeah. So so that one has brought us all closer together as a family, that line. Um, well, the, the second line or the first line, the old lady gains is just about my fitness journey and right. me wanting to empower other women Yes. and basically tell them it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, yes. It's never too late to start. Yes. I started at 38, 38, 40 pounds overweight, Wow! never done anything and was able in nine weeks to finish a triathlon. triathlon. And if yeah. I can do that, like anybody can do it. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's so awesome. Right. Because, you know, I talk, I talk to a lot of my clients, like we have to have a vision first you have to have a purpose. You have to have a fire to be able to know the direction that you want to go. Right. 
And being able to know that, per- and you have it, it's nailed. Like, not only do you know your your purpose, but you also have a vision for it. And that makes it so much easier to be able to go, okay, full steam ahead, right? Yeah. Um, which I think is, is, is awesome. It's awesome. And so how much more time does the second business take? Um, it, it does take more time. How much, gosh, at this point, it's like all a blur. Um, cause we kind of work them both together. A, a lot of it right. is like social media. So if like I do the photography, like 90% of the photography for both of the lines. And so we have to go specifically be like, Hey, set up. I need to go to yeah. picnic, which is, you know, a downtown yep. midtown. Yep. Yep. Um, brewery like we need to put our shirts on we're going to go down we're going to have some beers i'm going to take some pictures while we're having beers and i'm going to use those for social posts later um so it's additional it is additional time but it's now kind of just all blurred together as one business just operating two different types of shirt offerings right right well and that uh the the photography part in itself (laughs) i mean Talk about, I just did a uh, um, photo shoot with Ripple Coffee, just as a model. They had yeah. been, been up. I met them at 1 o'clock, right? That was my shoot time. They had been up since like 5.30 in the morning, shooting all day long. And they didn't finish until like wow. sunset, you know, to be able wow. to get that material. And as you know, like, yeah, it, I mean, that that having that content is massive, right? Having those great photos it's, to be able to post, like it's yeah. so, but it's not just like, oh, just go stand over there and I'll just snap a photo. Like there's so many more pieces to that, you know? That, yeah. and, and and that was a very well organized and executed photo shoot, which yeah. was weeks in the working to get everybody together, oh, yeah. the timing correctly, right? What should you bring? This is what we want to have. I mean, it was really well done. Wow. Um, yeah, but, I'm not like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this is what this is what this lady does for yeah. you know for right. work, right? right. Um, y- you're juggling a bazillion different balls, and so that that brings us to our point in being able to balance all of these different things, right? Because just like what you said, hey, that's not me. I, I mean, I can, I don't do it that way. But is it important that you do it that way? And I, w- no. I would say no, right? I would say, well, no, no, no actually, that, that's not important that you do it that way. Yeah. And and some people feel that they need to do it that way, right? You have to be perfect in all right. of these different realms, Ooh. right? And it has to be just nailed to the dot and always on time. What perfectionism is, right? What is it? Tell me. Uh, the fear of being judged. Ah, ooh, I love that. Quote. Yeah, so we want to be perfect because we fear how others will judge us if we're not yeah 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 you gotta let that go Ooh, man we could do an entire other podcast on something like that right. we could do a yeah. po- podcast on something like that um, yeah so my question to you with all of those things going on yeah. how do you create balance with either a not losing your mind to not losing your business or profits because Sometimes when people lose their minds, they just completely throw up their hands and go, I'm done with this business, right? And then their business tanks, right? Or relationships, right? Relationships are are another piece and component in the life, right? right? That we have to be able to balance and be able to understand. So this is, I know it's a very broad question and we'll kind of tie in some other questions with it, but just with everything that you have, how do you balance exercise, work? And just to remind everybody, right? What is your career job? (laughs) <laughs> so I've been a state of Nevada employee for 22 years. 22 years, folks. 22 yeah. years. Yep. Fo- photography, apparel, mom, wife. Okay, so we get it. No, okay, but granted, like my kids are grown now. So sure. I mean, it's not sure. like they're home and I'm juggling them anymore. So no. now I don't have that um, d- absorbing a lot of my time. But you brought them into your business. I did bring them into my business. And yeah. now, now they're now they're right back in there. Now they're right back in there. Yeah. Connection just grew. So, so g- kind of yeah. give me a breakdown of how you're able to kind of manage your days and balance everything out. Um, well, I will tell you. So, I work out at noon, and mm-hmm. that fits best into my schedule. 
Um, one is in the evening, like I don't want to take away from family time. So by choosing to work out in the evening, I would be taking that hour mm. away from sure. time after work and family time. So I did work out a lot in the morning prior when I was doing the triathlon stuff and it, it was okay, yeah. but noon has fit my schedule best. I just right. go at lunch, but I will tell you that I make that piece a priority. That is what I consider my me time. Mm. I think that I work all day for someone else, right? Uh, sure. Being a servant leader, you are working, if, if I'm at my day job, I'm working for my staff and what they need out of me. Yeah. Um, when I'm doing the business stuff, uh, while yes, it is my business, we currently don't take um, draws from the business. We yeah. put everything back into the business. So I view that as I'm serving my customers. Yeah. So I'm doing all of this to serve my cu customers and my clientele. So I, I figure I'm working sometimes 12, 14 hour days. Yeah. I won't lie. I've had some of those in the, this month. Yeah. Um, serving others, that noon hour is the time that I serve me. Yeah. And that is my me time. Um, and, it, and you talk about relationships. It has strained relationships because mm. you know as well as I do, a lot of people sure. are like, hey, let's go to lunch together. Yep. Right? Coworkers or friends meet me for lunch yep. and I'm like it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, but I can't yeah, and they say well That's your choice. You can choose to meet me and I said if I made that decision for everybody mm -hmm. I would never get to the gym. Mm -hmm. I would always have somebody making that request of me. That's right and Then always having to feel like I can give in so by being okay saying no. Yeah, nope. Sorry. That's not gonna work for me This is my me time um, mm -hmm. and I even go in, so I, it takes me about an hour and a half to actually get to the gym, you know, right. change your clothes, do right. your workout, work change out. your clothes back, get back to the office. So I actually go into work a half an hour early so that I have that hour and a half at lunchtime mm, that I can okay. yeah. at, at the gym. But I always prioritize that. Now you talk about relationships, it has caused some strange with sure. my husband to sure. say like, why don't you just come and have lunch with me? Like, why can't you skip the gym? And then I'm always negotiating with him. Well, if I come have lunch with you, does that mean that I can go after work yeah, yeah, and yeah. do my workout? Yeah. And he's like, well, why can't you just skip it? And I'm like, mm. because you don't get that that's how I stay sane. Sure. Is, sure. is that release, yeah. the release of oxytocin that you get from it. Mm -hmm. the sense of accomplishment that I have when I'm done. Yeah. Even if it wasn't a great workout, um, I still went and I showed up and I yeah. feel better when I leave. Yeah. So uh, always making sure that I prioritize that one hour for it makes me a better me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. and, and that's, you know, literally just happened to me today. Uh, I had a friend reached out and said hey you know let's go to buenos tonight and i had to say no right and one of my rules right and i'm big on being able to create life rules they're basically boundaries you know just like there's yeah. a there's speed limits and you know school zones it's all for the safety of people and and we don't think about that for ourselves like what's the safety for me you know what, I need to create some boundaries and some rules, just like, hey, when you were pregnant with your kids, did you down a bottle of vodka? No. No, right? But some people That's do. Not at all. Right? Yeah. But that, that is just a hard, that was a hard no. No, I'm not going to drink while I'm pregnant. No, no way. It's not going to happen. But we don't apply that to other things. And one of, my right. one of my rules that has helped me tremendously is I don't take on any more on my schedule after Sunday night. Sunday night is when I schedule my entire week. And so if somebody hits me up on Tuesday, I immediately go, what about next week? Sorry, my schedule's already set, right? Yeah. And so it's, it, it, and then people start understanding too as well because being able to let people know to what to expect is huge. Because if people come in with the expectation that they're gonna be able to get you for lunch, they're gonna feel let down. But if right. you set the expectation of, no, I work out and you're never going to be able to catch me at noon, but 
I can definitely create some space for you in the evening on a certain day, right? right. Then they know, oh, well, I, I mean, I'm not going to ask him, right, to go to lunch. She's already set that boundary, right? But she has given me the route to be able to do evenings sometimes, right? And usually right. my times to go hang out with people are Thursdays. So I actually have a day that I put it on there so that I can always just scroll mm -hmm. to Thursday. It could be three weeks from now. I scroll to yeah. Thursday and go, do I got anybody on Thursday? Oh, I don't. Hey, yeah, let's hang out on Thursday. And then I clear yeah. my schedule always on Thursdays so that I have that open space. If it doesn't get filled, great. I go home, I relax, you know, who cares? But if not, I have that open space. I don't put anything work-wise in there. I don't put anything else um, that can take that time. That is personal relationship building time. And I leave yeah. those Thursdays open. And it's a, it, it has helped me a ton of being able to set those boundaries and for people to kind of understand when they do reach out to me what their what the expectations may be yeah no that's great if that's what works for you it's all and, about figuring out what works for for each each of us individually that's right yeah. that, that's right and that's one of the things i want to bring up because there's one thing that is universal universal and that is the ability to say no right mm -hmm. and i and i say this because i always tell people when you say yes to something you have to say no to something else. There is right. no yes without a no. So you say yes to hang out with your friends, you say no to a workout. You say yes to right. your husband at night, you say no to your friends. You say yes to work, right? You say no to relationships. And being able yeah. to see what the other side of that yes is, is really important. So how do you handle your no's? And is saying no difficult for you? Is it hard to say no to friends or family members or anybody else? Um, it's not for me. I, I don't tend to have that people pleasing personality. Um, so I'm easy for me. I can say no. Yeah. Um, I will stand firm in my conviction with that lunch hour. Like I, that is in the depths yeah. of my soul to be like, <laughs> I'm getting there. And if um, I, you know, if I get a meeting at work that runs late. So this is what will typically typically happen and i kind of like now that with this pandemic and we're on uh, yeah. we're on um video conferencing right so yeah. our meetings are all just all virtual yeah i will in my office turn my camera off if a meeting is running late and i'm looking like it's gonna yeah, yeah. impede my ability to get over there and i'm like all right i'm gonna change my clothes with my camera off i'm gonna put my workout clothes on and then i'm gonna see if at the end of that if nobody's noticed that i'm gone i'm just gonna drop off this meeting yes I'll catch you guys afterwards. Totally, totally. You know, and I don't know That's if people move. notice or not, you know, but it's just like, and sometimes I'll even type in a message, got to run, see you later. Yeah, yeah, setting, setting those expectations. Uh, hey, sorry, yeah. got to take off. Yeah. Right, yeah. If you can't time cap your meetings and we can hit the end times that we're supposed to be able to hit to them, I'll give you up until this five minutes Yeah. before I have to be there. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So it doesn't sound like, for you saying no, and this is a, for sure a, a difficult thing for a lot of people because they are, are people is. pleasing. Now, I think yeah. the older that we get, the more we're, we kind of know like, man, I've said yes to this so many different times and never turned out that well. Yeah, I think it's time to say no, right? You just learn, you just yeah. get, I guess, yeah. wiser, right? We, we, we right. get older and we go, yeah, that's not worth it. But some people, a lifetime of always saying yes. And it can completely derail their day-to-day -day balance. You know, oh, yeah. like it's, they're getting to the end of the day and they're like still like right way up here because they've said yes to so many different things. Yes to completing that right. project. Yes to going out with lunch. Yes to working out. Yes to meeting up, you know, and it's all of a sudden they're running from thing to thing to thing. But you can, I think in certain circumstances, you can still get to yes, if you can make something else happen, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll just give you an example is bringing on this second line. I went like, I have no more capacity. Yeah. I, I can't do this. I, I can't run. I'm not keeping up with what I need to do and the my to-do list with the one sure. clothing line. Sure. What the heck am I going to do with a second one? And sure. I'm just going to double that list. Yeah. 
And so in order to get to yes there, mm -hmm. I had to make some other decisions, right? Yeah. And so I said, if I can't do these to-do lists, can I hire somebody that can do them? Yes. How do they still get done yep. and give me time back to get over here and do this other thing? Right. And that's when um, uh, Kelsey came in and I'm just like, hey, how, you know, can I get three, four hours from you a week yeah. and pay you to do these types of things for me? And she's like, yeah, sure. I'd love to do that. Yeah. And I mean, now I think, why didn't I do that sooner? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I got to yes, but I had to say, do I really have to do these tasks over here? Yep. Can somebody else do them for me? Yep. Um, and how can I now find more time in my day by giving stuff away? Totally. Totally. Delegate or eliminate, right? Delegate yeah. or eliminate. And that's the only way we can find time. We either say no, right? Or we have to delegate. And, and hard chargers like you and me and, and many of our listeners, you know, they're like, no, I'll take it all on. And like you were saying before, right. I'm going to make it perfect, right? And blah, 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 blah. And what ends up happening is that we spend our time on stuff that we're not passionate about, which sucks yeah. the energy out of us. And if you right. can find a way to delegate that out, right? I mean, obviously, it's a, if it's a huge cost and it, it just doesn't work, it, you know, it is what it is. But a, a lot of times making that investment gives you this massive freedom. And it sounds like that's what kind of happened with you. It did. Yeah. And it just kind of all fell into place at, you know, at a given time. And, and I went, if I want to do this, then, and is it saying no to the other thing? I don't know. I've just looked at it as how do I get to yes? Yeah. How do I keep that balance? How do I give mm -hmm. myself time back? What do I need to do in order to get, get there? And yeah. it meant that I needed help. I couldn't yeah. do it by myself. Mm. So how do I, and then it was just a matter of, you know, where do I find help? So, and I just got lucky in, in that, that aspect. So <laughs> what do you mean by getting lucky? Because I, I, I throw that luck around very, you know, that that's not a word that I throw yeah. out too much, particularly with business owners who've been very successful. I go, Meh. no, what you presented was your professionalism and they found you, you know, uh, one way or the other. But go go ahead and, and tell us kind of the story of it. Did this person just pop well, up out of nowhere? It was just like a cloud of smoke. No. And it was like, yeah, here I am. No, but sometimes <clears throat> things just fall into place. Sure. Right? So you might be thinking of something in the back of your head, like, how yeah. do I do this? Should I, is it time to hire somebody? Is it not time to hire sure. somebody? Um, you know, and mull it over is like, can I afford to hire anybody? Yeah. Can I afford not to hire someone? Yeah. You know, can I afford to still do these tasks? And mm. how do I, when my list is growing, who am I paying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so what ended up happening is uh, my son was engaged and his fiance lives here in the northern Nevada area, yeah. um, but he is stationed at Fort Bragg in North Carolina, and uh. he was moving her cross country. And so she had graduated school, uh, graduated college, and cool. moved across to be with him and got back to North Carolina and had a hard time finding a job. Right. And so she had been posting like on socials, you know, is anybody know of anybody that needs any uh, virtual assistance? You know, maybe if I can't find mm, a job here, I can yeah. do something and help people out. And I'm like, right. I need somebody. Right. <laughs> I trust you. You're somebody that I can give my bank account over to, to go pay my monthly sales tax or, yeah, yeah. you know, and know yeah. that you're not going to run away with the balance of my bank. Right. So uh, that's when I say I got lucky is ev the timing of everything. I had had this in the back of my head and been right. rolling over like, how am I going to do this? Can I afford to do this? Can I afford not to do this? Right. And then she just popped up and was just like, I'm looking for some type of work. You know, yeah. does anybody need anything? And yes. I'm like, hello. I will. Yes. Yeah. And I asked her and she's like, yeah, absolutely. And so now and her hours she's just been taking things and handling it and sure. doing it. And I'm like, I don't know what I would do without her at this point. Isn't that funny? So yeah, <laughs> it was like you were, you yeah. were doing it, but you didn't right. realize like, Oh my gosh, there's a whole new world. Like I just had to open right. the door and now all of a yeah. sudden it's like, I never want to go back to that door. That door is closed forever. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Nope. That's awesome. But opening that door and get this scary and it's For just, sure. 
kind of pushing through that and saying, I got to open it anyway. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, getting into that and you've, you've compacted this into such a short amount of time, you know, it's, I mean, you're talking about 38 to what are you at now? You're 48. Yeah. 10 years, 10 years, right? You started, that's when you started your fitness journey, which then influenced your first business. And then the first business influence, where, where was photography in between there? So photography was more of just like a, a hobby that I loved. Um, I really just enjoyed taking pictures, um, you know, and so I started probably before I actually got into CrossFit, mm. I had been dabbling and I would take classes in the photography, sure. uh, online classes and mm -hmm. some in-person classes and how do I, you know, just trying to figure out and hone that skill. Right. And then when I started CrossFit, I would bring the camera with me and just try to take cool photos of uh, the people in class that were working out. Yeah, yeah. And so just trying to hone that skill because it was super fun and who doesn't love, but feeling powerful when you see yourself lifting some heavy weights, right? Mm. I mean, you know, people video themselves all the time, but to get some badass picture of you lifting, you know, these heavy weights and having everything bulge and be like, yeah. I didn't even know I had a muscle there, you, let you, alone. You did it for right? me. Yeah, you took pictures of me and made me feel like a freaking superstar. Right, and so started doing that. Well, then, um, this was several years ago, CrossFit, you could actually submit them photos that you would take. Right. And if they made their main page, they would pay you $300 for every photo no that made their main page. No way. And so I would just start submitting the photos that I liked. Um, and mainly, I'll just be honest, so I was very shy about taking photos of other people in class, but yeah. I would always photograph Jamie. Again, going back to my work oh, at yeah. yeah. Um, Photograph, and I would have all these badass pictures because she's a true badass. Yeah. Um, and I would just have these photos of her. And so I would submit the photos right. of Jamie. Yeah. And we had our first one that CrossFit picked up and they posted. Right. And we're like, oh, how cool, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, look at us kind of thing. And then we had another one that they picked up and posted. I think total for me, um, CrossFit had posted and paid me for at least 12 of my photos. Wow. Um, out of that, Jamie was probably in at least eight of them. Wow. So then we started tagging that we were the, the dream team. Yes. So, you yes. know, her working out and me taking the photos and posting them up there. But they don't do that anymore. It looks like they're on their social accounts. They're starting to pick up. Sure. Other photographers photos again. Right. So I don't know with the new administration and the new owner if sure. that will come back sure. or or how that's going to work. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. But yeah. And I've been hired by a couple of gyms around to go take photos mm -hmm. for them to use on websites yep. and, and things like that. But now nowadays the photography is just I always have my camera in my trunk. Sure. And if I know that I have time, yeah. um, I'll bring it into class. So if we're, you know, we're doing some strength training and there's time between yeah. sets or whatever, I'll, yeah. I'll bust it out and, yeah. and take photos. But it's not something that I, I do on a regular basis. Right. Um, but I still do it for both of the clothing lines. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, and once in a while I do hire out, like I said, 10% of the time I'll hire out a photographer to, to take some for me. Right. Yeah. 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 But again, like eliminate and del or delegate and it, it's, it's really cool that you have that skill as well, particularly yeah. right with apparel. Apparel so yeah. important to be able to have a great photos, you know. Um, and so you streamlined that as well. So you not only streamlined your photography, but then you streamlined your production, and you hired out. So you you went from like man, super super busy, to finding ways to pivot all while maintaining and sustaining your, your fitness, which is the literally from everything you have just said, the reason that you are in the position that you are right now with both your apparel yep. and your photography. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. That's why I won't give it up ever. Yeah. And even through injuries, right? So you can always modify, mm -hmm. you come in and you do modifications and right, right. I've been injured. I've injured. I'm a, like, 
I think you've seen the one shirt that I have that's like, I, don't worry, I'll make it awkward. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen them all. They're great. Yeah. So I've uh, broken my foot um, jumping box jumps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come down, land wrong, roll, you know, yep. broke my foot there. Right. Uh, go out for uh, a 400 meter run, trip, yeah. fall. Yes. Uh, split open my knee, end up at the ER with seven stitches. Um, yeah. I've, CrossFit, I've hurt yourself. <laughs> I, I, but you know what? I can pull a toenail off, like, you know, getting off the couch here and sure. hitting my foot on the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. On the ottoman. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Lost that toenail. So it's not necessarily the fitness piece of it. It's just, I'm, I'm a klutz. Um, but what I've also found is, okay, so my knee has got seven stitches in it. It's swollen. I can't do whatever it is, but I can do upper body stuff. Yeah. Right. I just now pivot, like you said, right. This is where I'm currently at. What am I capable of right now? Right. I'm not capable of this, but that doesn't mean that I am. I'm not capable of something else. Sure. So sure. Until this piece heals and then I'm back. Yeah. But yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, I, but before we start kind of wrapping this up, it's been really cool to be able to listen to you. And like we just said, like your ability to be able to pivot. If you had a, a friend or a colleague or somebody where you just notice like they're just ripping their hair out every day that you just tell that they're just so stressed out. What would be your advice to them? The very first advice, I'm like you said, everyone's going to be individualized in terms of being able to manage, right? But specifically to you and how you've been able to, to cope with the different, you know, challenges and times in your life with all the different stuff you're doing, what would be your number one thing that you would kind of tell to, to people? Um, I'm going to assume that they ask my opinion first because I've learned, again, kind of wisdom through the years is offering unsolicited um, advice sure. isn't, isn't always um, taken. Yeah, welcome. Right? Yeah. So I'm. I'm going to just make the assumption that they asked me. Totally. Um, I would ask them a question first as to where is the, where do they feel the most unbalanced? Mm. Um, you know, is try to get an idea of where they're currently at. Is sure. it, is it crap going on at work? And, you know, for me, I can deal with if things at work are stressful, but home's going good. Mm-hmm. Or things at home are stressful, but work work's going good. But right. when they're both uh, having stress added to them, then that's when I feel like the most unbalanced. Mm. Um, is find a way to do some self care on a daily basis. Mm. You have okay. you just have to make yourself a priority, right? Because if you kind of like, I just flew this week. Yeah. Uh, got on an airplane, flew down to Arizona, and they tell you on the airplane. Put your mask on first right. before you put on the child's mask. That's right. You can't take care of someone else if you're not taking care of yourself first. Right, right. So just even if it's, you know, 15 minutes, can I can I leave what I'm doing right now and go for a walk? Mm, um, love that. And and come back and then maybe can I find that 15 minutes again in the afternoon? Yes. Um, it's, it's amazing just for me getting out in the sunshine and some vitamin D and going for a walk, not even a fast walk, just going for a walk and getting some clarity. You know, things come to me. I'll even do it if I feel stuck. Mm. So you, you as owner and doing a lot of content, uh, coming up with the content verbiage itself. Sure. I, I can yeah. get stuck at. Yeah, yeah, writer's block. I'm not good with words. Yes. Yeah, writer's block. Oh, and then you just constantly are coming, have, having to come up with something new. Totally. So being able to go for a walk, sometimes mm-hmm. that clarity will come and you'll get, you know, be like, oh, this is what I need to say. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to write this down. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I, I'm fully with you um, when it comes to that because we don't take enough time for ourselves throughout the day. We feel that we have to go, 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 go. We can't get up and do something as simple as go for a walk right. or play your favorite song. Or, yeah. I mean, it's just like, hey, when I'm in work, I just have to be 100% work mode. 
And then when I'm at home with my kids, I just have to be 100%, you know, mom or dad, right? And nothing else matters, only my kids, right? My kids are the only thing that matters. And being able to, to let, you know, we had on the show last week, Jill, and one of the, one of the things that she said is that if there was one thing that she could tell everybody is that you're enough, like you're enough, mm. you know? Yeah, and totally. and I think that is a, that was a really cool statement because I think a lot of people don't feel that they're enough and they act in accordance to that. They right. they show that yeah. I, I'm not enough to be able to take some time for myself. I'm not enough to say no to somebody else. I'm not enough to chase my dreams or to invest into my business or to delegate. Right? I'm just not. I'm not enough. Right? And uh, doing something simple as like, hey, I'm enough and I'm going to stop what I'm going to do. And I'm going to tell everybody, hey, you guys, I'm going to go work out now. See ya. Right. Yeah. You're enough, you know. Right. Or or just even so I'll give you a little insight. Um, I am very dyslexic. Been obviously since I was a child. So things like spelling and yeah. um right tense of words. So a little bit on dyslexia, it's a phonics issue with right. how you how you hear things. A lot of other languages don't have the problem right. that the English language does with dyslexia. But what I'll get is so I do do all my own content. And when I uh, I post memes, I post daily quotes, yeah. um, sometimes they're not spelled right, or I didn't use apostrophe or use the wrong to or where or right, whatever. Right. And I get a lot of people come in and they comment on that. Like, yeah. oh, you need to go correct this. You need to take this down and fix this. Oh, if this was spelled right, uh, I would share yes. it. And I'm just like, Meh. it doesn't matter. Oh my like, gosh, I love that. It honestly, whether that is spelled right or not, if you are going to set that as your level of whether you're going to share something or not, Meh, yeah. don't share it. it. Doesn't have any impact on me. Yeah. Like this is where I was at this time, and at first. When I first started the um, line, I would take things down. I'd fix it and I'd post it back. Yeah, yeah. And then I just started being like, why do I care? Like, sure. this is part of who I am. Yeah. This company was built around who I am. Mm. If you don't want to share it because it's spelled wrong, then don't share it. It doesn't have an impact on me. Yes, yes. And that's the way that I just have started again. And maybe this is just maturity and being you know approaching 50 that it's just like other people's opinion of me and what i do don't matter right. it doesn't impact right. how the choices yeah. that i make on a daily mm -hmm. basis mm -hmm. so and i don't impact them like if all i want for everybody is just to find happiness yeah life we don't know what's tomorrow's not guaranteed we don't nope. know what's going to happen nope and why waste a day of it not being as happy as possible. Mm. I love that. So, I love that. Yeah. And and you know what? That that creates balance in itself, right? Being able to go, you know what? I am enough, and I'm okay with it not being spelt the right way, right? Because I, I I can tell you as a business owner, right? There is a ton of insecurity that comes running oh. down the roadway at you all the time, right? Is that the right move? Should I have done that with my logo? Yeah. Is that the right design? Oh, I said that. Should I have not said that? Yeah. Right? And that takes up a ton of time. And and, and being able to, to recognize that and go, mm, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Well, and I figured, Joel, and you'll appreciate this, is if I go back and try to make it perfect yeah. for one person's opinion. Sure of how that was spelt, I now took, so I said yes to that, right? Let's yep. go back to your earlier analogy. And sure. now what am I saying no to? I'm saying no to the rest of the stuff on my to-do list because I just went and redid that. Yes. Because yes. one person made a comment mm -hmm. about it not being spelled right. When mm -hmm. in the whole, it's like in the whole scheme of things, can I make other decisions? So am I going to learn from this? So now will I let something sit for a while and then go back and, and reread it before right. I post something? Or or how can I learn? I make less mistakes now than I, I did in the beginning. But they still happen. And yeah. for me, they happen when I rush. If I'm rushing something, then yeah, right. things don't always come out the way that they should. But I've let go of that perfectionism because I've let go of caring about other people 
me yeah. and, and put myself first to be like, if I'm going to scale this business, if I'm going to grow, I need to put out as much content as I can. Yeah. And, and when I say as much content as I can, I'm still not, I post at least twice a day and that's not enough. Yeah. So, because you'll see the more you post, the more you grow. Right. The more people it attracts, you get better in the algorithms. And so for me, growing quicker was more important than one or two people's opinion of whether something in the post was spelled correctly or not. Yes. Yes. I, 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 again, I can't stress enough how important that is. And to be able to look yourself in the mirror and go, is this just an insecurity thing? Like, right. Right. Is this just like a scared thing? Right. We all have that, that inner child, that inner insecurity that when we kind of call it out and got like, Hey, I'm not going to give you any power. You don't get any power today. And I'm going to move on because if I give you power, it's not only am I going to go back and try to make this perfect, but it's going to emotionally derail me. And now I'm not going to be focused on all the other tasks that I had for the day. And then when I get to the end of the day and I didn't finish those tasks, I want to go back to that moment in which I decided to derail my day by being a perfectionist and by the one random person, right, that had nothing else better to do than go, oh, just to let you know, you're imperfect. Hey, thanks, bud. Yeah. Like, right. I already knew that. Appreciate it. Right. I, I've got um, some staff that I give advice to when you get these these haters that pop up or these little people that want to criticize you for yeah. something that you did or didn't yes. do and be like, I say, one of the, the, the checks that I do is, would I ask this person for life advice? Mm. And if the answer is no, then I don't care what they say about me. Right. If I'm not going to come and ask you for some life advice sure. and something that I'm doing, then your opinion of what I'm doing doesn't align. Doesn't impact me. Yeah. No. Totally. So That's... think whatever you want. I yeah. don't know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask you for advice, let alone how to run a, a business yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, how to live my life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And most of those people that are making those comments do not run a business because anybody who runs a business knows how freaking hard it is. And you're, you're, you're going to be like, hey, listen, I've screwed up so many different times with my business. There's yeah. no way I'm going to be calling you out. Like, if anything, it would be like a private message of being able to say right. like, hey, to, to extend my knowledge of running a business before – maybe try this. Hey, try this program, Ecamm Live. Maybe this is going to work out really well for you. Oh, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to be able to um, talk to people about how they can get a hold of you if they've right. heard about your apparel and they're like, whoa, hey, I want to, I want to know about that. Old ladies gangs, right? Um, bring your own beer, right? I want to know about that. Um, how can they, how can they get a hold of you? Where can they see this, this apparel, just general, throw it out there. Yeah. Okay, great. For the old lady gains line. So it's oldladygains.com and that's the actual store on social. We're at old lady gains. So you'll find us on Facebook. You'll find us on Instagram. Uh, you'll find us on Twitter, but I don't really post much to Twitter. My demographic really isn't there, but, uh, you'll find us on Pinterest. Yeah. Um, as far as for the BYOB apparel. So the actual storefront is bring your own barrel apparel. Oh, barrel, sorry. I blew it. Barrel, yeah. It's anything Dummy. brewed in a brewed, barrel. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um so we wanted we wanted to be just more than beer. Totally. We wanted to hit wine and yep. I'm a vodka person, so Yes. Um so it's bring your own barrel apparel. Yeah. But as far as on social, it's BYOB apparel. Right. So it's at BYOB apparel on those lines and, and no no website yet for that one it is it's it's bring your own barrel okay yep awesome and how they would how would they reach out to you if they had uh specific questions what's your instagram and do you have an email yeah so on on both the sites there's email um on all the socials cool. you can get a hold of us there's email links on those um info at oldladygains.com or hi at bringyourownbarrelapparel.com. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, Kim, I had a fantastic time being able to talk to you about your not only your businesses, but how you've been able to manage this, again, in such a short amount of time. And for anybody that's out there, right, who is sitting there and maybe they, maybe they are in their late 30s 
or maybe they're even in their 40s or 50s, not too so late. Good. Yeah, not too late to be so able good. to chase exactly what you want. Kim, you are a shining example of that. You continue to um, grow as an individual, as a business owner, and it's just amazing to see. I appreciate your time with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Joel. Absolutely. All right, you guys, that is it for today. We will be back next week, 12.30 p.m. If you are interested in knowing more, not only about Kim, but about what I do with the 12-week icon, feel free to reach out. I will put all of the information that Kim just said in the show notes so that you can go down, click on it, visit, and support local businesses. Kim, thank you once again, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.